0: Welcome to Mortgage Motivation with Mimi Duse, Branch Manager of GMFS Mortgage Acadiana, NMLS 128546, Tennessee License 134733. Here's some advice you can use in your life.
1: Hi, I'm Mimi Doucet, host of Mortgage Motivation, mortgage expert, certified coach, and speaker. Thank you to Maison Title and all three locations, Grand Coteau, Lafayette, Lake Charles, for servicing the entire state of Louisiana and sponsoring the podcast. To find out more information about Maison Title, you can find them on all social media channels and, of course, at MaisonTitle.com. Welcome to this episode of Mortgage Motivation. I'm super excited to have a good friend, Spilcher Advisor, and a wonderful pillar of of our community father connor poirier from scott louisiana but he is actually right here at our parish at Pius. How are you?
2: Oh, I'm doing better than I deserve. Um,
1: you are such a blessing and I'm so thankful and grateful to have you here to let everyone know what was the motivation behind, of course, I love you to death, but I recently had a dinner party for a few of the single in our neighborhood and we had a few married couples there too, uh, Carrie Theard and a few guys came over and it was just great conversation and you really helped a lot of us with some of the things we were uh, struggling with. With but what was so special about it is the blessing of my home and some of the things. But before we go into that, I really want to talk about you. When was your calling? I mean, you're known as the youngest priest in the parish, the state. Explain.
2: So, when I got ordained a priest last year, I know I was the youngest priest. And the Gulf South, so in a few different states. In Louisiana, I think I was just the youngest, I guess you would say even just minister outside of the Catholic faith. I think I still hold that, at least for another few more months until our new guys uh, will be ordained priests, God willing, in June, this upcoming, uh, in about Say just ten months. Yeah. So I still hold that record for right now, the youngest priest in the state.
1: What age do you mind? I know you, I had mm-hmm. to guess your age last time, and it took me a while. Oh, how old I am now? Yeah, I'm 27. When did you have the calling and know that you were going to serve? At what point?
2: Yeah. So I would say my uh, my kind of vocational call is a little bit different than most uh, because usually you feel this call and kind of God tugging on your heart throughout your life. And then you know you kind of finally work it up and then you go. So throughout your life, you kind of have these little calls. I never felt called to the priesthood until God called me. And that was at the end of my senior year in high school. I didn't know what I was going to do for college. Uh, I thought I was going to be kind of some type of technical, like I was going to be digging ditches or I'm going to be doing whatever, kind of working with my hands that would uh, not force me to go to college because I, I didn't know how I would do in college. And, but I went on a retreat where I, for the second time in my life, I went to adoration and then in adoration, that silent prayer, I heard God speak to my heart or as St. Augustine says it, probably the best ever, you know, God spoke to the ear of my heart. And uh, he asked me three times, he wanted me to be a priest for him. And so that day I began the application process to begin seminary, and it is an extraordinary application process, aspiring about twice as much as you would do for a typical college. And so I began it at the beginning of the summer, and usually this thing takes at least, at the very least, six months. So I was working every day on it. I got accepted on a Monday, and school started Friday.
1: And where did you go? To Covington at the Abbey yep. Retreat? Well, that's, I've been to retreats there, and it's just a beautiful...
2: So I did four yeah, seminaries, eight years long. Wow. Uh, And so I did my first four years of college uh, at the Abbey in Covington. And then I did four years of graduate school right in the heart of New Orleans, right in Orleans Parish off of South Carrollton.
1: And then is St. Pius the first parish you were assigned to or were you somewhere else before Pius?
2: Usually for a seminary, every summer. You mm-hmm. come whenever during the break, you get assigned a parish. As a priest, this is my first assignment as St. Pius. And St. Pius is, as far as I know, the biggest parish in the state. And so it's a big assignment, but it's a great
1: one. Well, I'm very grateful for every church that I've ever attended, and I, I get something out of every location. But I can't tell you how when I moved to Lafayette and I walked into Pius after visiting several of the other parishes, how it just felt at home. And you guys just do, for as big as it is, I feel like it's just me and y'all when I'm there. So they'll do an amazing, amazing job. Thank you. Just, and
2: that, that's important. Uh, a a big parish we have to make sure that we reach the individual uh, because God calls the people calls the church uh, but still on an individual level God touches me
1: well I leave most of the time and I say were you talking to me (laughs)
2: that's the point uh, you know the shoe fits yeah
1: yeah that's right huh so let's talk about a little bit about you know the night I first called you and you like yes I love to meet the people and see the people and I can't tell you how much you touched everyone you know there that night when we sat down for grace and that's something if you talk to any of my staff or referral partners that's something I always try to you know, say grace before, you know, every meal. And I didn't say much that night. I just listened. But let's talk about grace a little bit and how important it is with your family and people around you.
2: Yeah. People very often ask me for tips on how to begin how to pray. Father, I have this desire to pray, but I'm too busy and I don't know how to do it. So the easiest way to begin and the way you continue is you attach prayer to something you already do. Alright, so I will I am going to eat. Uh, there's very <laughs> few times that I miss a meal. And so I'm going to eat. If I want to begin to pray, well why don't you pray before you eat? Or okay, I have to drive to work and that's gonna be about fifteen minutes and I lose my temper every single time. Okay, well then pray your rosary you drive. You don't have to finish it, but you could start it. And so now you're beginning to pray by attaching it to something you already do. Grace before meals is a great way to begin how to pray. But then also kind of this first movement of the heart after repentance is thankfulness, is that I feel grateful for what God has done for me because he could have not done it for me. In every way, everything is a gift. I work as hard as I can to respect God and and the gifts that he's given me. But I'm eternally grateful, even for my crosses, right? Because God's grace comes through the cross. And so even my trials, my errors, the things that test me, I'm thankful for that too. That's a grateful heart.
1: Grateful heart, I tell you what, that's one thing I can definitely tell you have is a grateful heart. And again, we're so thankful. Also on that night, I asked that you bless my home. And I just feel like, you know, it's something I've always like, I've had this building blessed, everything I've worked in. You want to share with everybody about blessing the home and how that is done. And you went in your car, you got Help me,
2: stole, Father.
1: I stole, stole um,
2: holy water and then the Roman ritual, kind of the old rite. So the, the blessing was in Latin, but Latin is just the language of the church. I so saw like how me and you are speaking English right now. You go to Mexico, you speak Spanish, you go in Italy, you speak Italian. Well, when you speak to God, typically in the history of the church, you spoke Latin. With the blessing of a home, it, one, invites God and the angels in so that something else can leave. We, we always understand that angels and demons is a fight for us, but uh, in a real way, the home is where you grow. The home is where you learn the faith, right? Coming to the church and mass, Sunday mass, absolutely necessary. We can't say I love God and then just not go visit him. But that's kind of like the peak of the mountain. That's the triathlon. That's like the tip-top. Huh? That's the penultimate of our spirituality. I need to do other things besides that. right? If I want to get to that tip-top part of the mountain, let's say I want to get more out of mass, then maybe put one foot in front of the other. Uh, maybe start to pray at the house. Maybe teaching other people in the house the faith. The family is like a little church. In the Catholic faith, we say the domestic church. The family is a little church, right? You have the, the mom, the dad, the kids, right? So you have the, the priest, you have the, the heart of the church, the mom, huh? uh, telling where the priest to look at. And then, of course, you have all the parishioners, the kids. And so just kind of as a, a typical reflection is, how is your parish doing? Is your parish holy? Are we striving to do something for God? Right. Or someone told me very simply to do something beautiful for God every day. And the home is where it starts at. So often people come to me, Father, teach my kids there. Or, Father, handle this. Okay. It's like, well, I'm one, never met that family member or anything like that. I'd love to meet him. Uh, but also too, you know, God uses you, right? He doesn't just use me. He uses me, but he also uses you. The family is the primary way God calls people to holiness. It's the primary way, right? So bishops, popes, you know, not everyone's going to be a bishop or a pope, even a priest, you know, these are higher callings. But the primary way that God gets people to heaven is not by becoming a pope, is by being a loving mom, a loving dad, a faithful son or daughter. It's uh, it's the family. That's where we want to focus on and so blessing the home puts the emphasis that no God calls me to be a saint he calls my family to be a saint that's the whole reason for a mom and dad is to get each other to heaven and then together get the kids to heaven
1: yeah that sometimes as a parent you know you worry about that because you know as you grow older and stronger in your faith you look at some of the things in the past that you know we may not have followed everything, you know, in our younger years. And I'm like, you never know how much time you have left. Right. So I read in one of the Matthew Kelly books of a big Matthew Kelly fan, and it says, you know, if you're 30 and God takes you as 40, you're old. Right. But if you're 50 and God doesn't take you till you're 95, you're young. Right. So I often wonder, uh, you know, when I was younger in my faith, because I feel that's something that, you know, I had to practice and I just can't thank you enough for the things that you have brought to me and you know to my home. So, let's talk about St. Pius. I was on the phone with someone and they were like St. Pius the 10th and I just loved a few weeks ago you talked about St. Pius the 10th, but if someone is interested in visiting or becoming a parishioner, can we talk about some of the wonderful things we have going on there?
2: <laughs> There's a lot. <laughs> There's <laughs> there a is lot. a lot. I, I'm trying to learn how to buy locate so I could be at everything. Uh Uh, First, uh, we have two daily masses, one at 6 a.m., one at 12.05 p.m., with 30 minutes of confession before both of them. So we have an hour of confessions every day. We have two daily masses every day. On Sundays, we have five, Saturday afternoon, and then the four on Sunday. We have our women's ministry that puts on these continuing educations um, kind of seminars every month, and we usually have about 150 or so people come. We have, uh, Knights of Columbus is actually growing exponentially. I mean, we have and a lot of. Knights
1: of Columbus, for those of you who don't know, are for the men. And give mm-hmm. me some of the things that I know when mm-hmm. my good friend, Mr. Ricky died, the knight showed up and said a rosary. It was amazing. But yeah, I a know- lot
2: of people have different experiences with the Knights of Columbus. Like some people, they go into a parish and like all they do is they kind of just meet once a month and then they cook for each other. And then that's really it. Our mm-hmm. Knights of Columbus are, um, They, at very young age, to very old age, and they do a lot. Uh, They do a lot of building projects. They help out at the parishes. They help out in regards to a plethora. Of the, I mean, without our Knights of Columbus, I don't know how we do half of what we do. Wow. Uh, and that's included. And that's on the men's side. But then even on the women's side, the mother's ministry, we had our mother's ministry kind of kickoff event. They probably had about 250 women there from young to old. <laughs> and so they have plenty of pockets of things that people can go into. But people are welcome to just walk into the church and pray. We continue our adoration chapel that you would have to sign up for. But then also our church stays open until 6 p.m. Uh, Unless we have an event there, which happens pretty often.
1: That's one of the things that I read in um, one of Matthew Kelly's books and I started doing as often as I can is just stopping in for on my way home because Mm -hmm. I was struggling with the gratitude at the end of the day, you know, because just come home so exhausted, you fall asleep. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I forget to say thank you. So I said to make sure that on my way home, I was stopping. Well, at six o'clock, somebody was touching my shoulder and I was like. Scared me because I thought I was in there uh, alone. But yes, yeah, so now I know. Get there before six. Uh, no, that's
2: a that's that's a great little reflection because people often this is an everyday situation for almost everyone in existence. They get home from work. Pooh, I'm tired, huh? And exhausted. I'm gonna like, yeah, get in my recliner. I'm gonna kind of and this is the everyday situation. I'm gonna get in my recliner, kind of veg out. I'm gonna watch TV. I'm not gonna talk or say too much. If you continue that, you might go your whole life without ever praying. It has to be a choice. That little small situation I just said happens to every single person. I have to make a choice to put God in my life. I'm not just going to trip and fall into heaven. Mm -hmm. Uh, God doesn't work like that. It has to be a deliberate choice of love. And love requires sacrifice. And so just like how you have to choose to love your family, you know, even when you're tired, you have to do these things. Mm -hmm. Same thing with God.
1: Well, I can't thank you enough for being here today and sharing with us and sharing your life with us because you give up your life for us. And I really can't thank you in touching, you know, the lives of me and my friends and, and my staff and my team. And we do run a faith-based business here, and I'm grateful for that. And Thank you for your strength and encouragement that you give us.
2: All glory to God.
1: Thank you, Father. All right. Wrapping up this episode of Mortgage Motivation, advice you can use in life. Thanks once again to Maison Title, our sponsor. Learn more about them at MaisonTitle.com. Follow me on Facebook, Amia Mimi Ducey and team, GMFS Mortgage, NMLS 128546. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a rating, and remember, a new episode every Monday. Until next week.
0: Thanks for listening to Mortgage Motivation with Mimi Duse, Branch Man, of GMFS Mortgage Acadiana, NMLS 128546, Tennessee License 134733, GMFS LLC, NMLS ID 64997, Equal Housing Lender, all loans subject to credit approval and satisfactory appraisal. Some products may not be available in all areas. All mortgages are originated by GMFS LLC at 7389 Florida Boulevard, Suite 200A, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70686. Branch is located at 300 Rue Borgard, Building I, Lafayette, Louisiana, 70508, NMLS 1183361.